Megillah, Perak Base, Mishnah Hay 2.5. In the previous Mishnah, we said that the starting time for Mikra Megillah, the reading of Megillah, we're talking about the daytime, of course, the daytime reading, not the nighttime reading, is from Netzachama. Our Mishnah is going to say that there are a world of mitzvahs um, that are daytime mitzvahs. Each one of them uh, is either explicitly or learn out from a Pasuk to be a daytime mitzvah. And in those scenarios, um, these mitzvahs listed in our Mishnah, as well as the ones in the previous Mishnah, um, can be said anytime, or done anytime during the day. That means, to do it from sunrise, and again, usually the principle is that um, when you have a chance to chance to do a mitzvah, you should do it right away. So therefore, of course, Zrizin Makdimin, and those who are Alactus and Avodah Hashem will do it as early as possible in the day. Um, but you're yolted out the whole day until um, the end of the day. Now, the end of the day continues until um, the time called Ben Hashmashos. Let's just keep it really simple now because Ben Hashmashos is a, is a story all to itself and call that um, sundown. Okay? At sundown, let's say Ben Hashmashos begins um, and it extends for a period of time uh, which is questionable whether it is um, yesterday, the next day, um, or some intermediate period. It's a question mark. And therefore, that means that if you have a mitzvah to do during a day and you fail to do it by sundown, let's call it, by the beginning of Benish Mashos. So then you still have to do it during Benish Mashos, but then it becomes a suffix. It's a question if you're Yotze anymore or not. Therefore, you wouldn't do it with a bracha. So for example, uh, shaking a lulav. It's one of the mitzvahs listed in our Mishnah. We're going to say the whole day, the first day of Sukkot is the time to shake a lulav. You can do it from Neitzacham, L'Charchila, but you have it even earlier on. From Alosa Shachar, you'd be Yotze. If you fail to shake a lulav, let's say you didn't get your lulav until the sun set. But then a minute after sundown, you get a lulav. So now you'd still shake your lulav. You have to shake your lulav because maybe it's Banish Mashas and it's really still the first day of Sukkot. But no longer would you make a bracha because it's a question mark whether or not now is still the first day or moving to the second day of Sukkot. Okay, so that's the idea of this mission here. We're going to have a whole long list of, of mitzvahs, essentially all with those same kind of parameters. The mission says, Kol hayom kasha The whole day is a time during which one could fulfill his obligation of reading the Megillah. Again, we're talking about the daytime obligation, which is the primary obligation when it comes to reading Megillah. The basis for that is because the Pasuk in Esther, uh, Perak Tes, Pasuk Chavches, says, Vayam ha'ela nizkarim, hayamim, these days ha'ela, are nizkarim, are, are, are going to be re- remembered, and the zeicher, the remembrance of Megillah is performed through the reading, and therefore we say yamim, it's during the daytime, anytime during the day. Also, Vilakriya Sahalel, the mitzvah of reciting halal when it's a mitzvah during Yom Tov. So um, the whole day long is the time to fulfill that mitzvah. Again, based on the Pasuk, halal is a mitzvah to Rabban, of course. Uh, but there's a verse that we recite in halal in Kuf Yirches, Zehayom Asa Hashem. This is the day Hashem created. And Hayom, daytime, tells you it's the daytime mitzvah. Vizkiyas Shofar, same goes for blowing of the Shofar. On Rosh Hashanah, there's a mitzvah. It's the whole day long. The reason for that, learned out from the Pasuk, it's called Yom Trua, the day of sound of the Shofar, so the whole day. Vilinatilas Lulav, same goes for taking and waving a Lulav, that's done anytime during the day, learned out from the Pasuk, which says, Vilakachtem Lachem Bayom Harishon, you'll take for yourselves on the first day, but it's Bayom on the day, the whole day is the time to take Lulav. You'll recall that Midoraisa, only the first day, is the time for shaking Lulav Midoraisa, except for in the base of Miklash precincts. The Tfilas 
Hamusafin Vilamusafin. Also, the bringing, the second thing is the bring of the Korban Musaf that's brought the additional communal offerings, the burnt offerings, whatever they are, sin offerings, etc., that are brought on uh, Shabbos, Yom Tov, and Rosh Chodesh. So those Korbanos can be brought throughout the entire day. Um, and that's based on the Pasuk also. Dvar Yom B'Yomo, each on its proper day, again, daytime. And the Tefilas Hamusafin, that's the previous case, the Musa prayer that we know we say every Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, and and, uh, and Yom Tov. So that prayer, the Musaf prayer, can be said also throughout the whole day. Now, um, that point is actually Machlokas in Mesechus Brachas, the beginning of the fourth parak, whether between the Chacham and Rabbi Yehuda, if it's the whole day or if it's just um, the first seven hours. Our Tana here is one like the Chacham, that it's the whole day. Um, there is another Shita, the Shita of uh, Rabbi Yehuda, that it's just the first seven hours. And Lahalacha, um, although B'diyev, one could say it the whole day in Biyotzi, it's already brought down that a person who davens Musaf after the seventh hour is Nikra Poshea, is called a sinner. So don't do that. L'chachila, you should say it by the seventh hour then, of course. Ulevidi haparim. This is referring to literally the confession on the bulls. There are actually two of those. It's referring to both the Kohen Gadol's confession that he makes on a bull in the event that he poskins for himself an issue, which turns out to be incorrectly poskin, and he did something which was really a penalty, that, a karas penalty crime. He brings a special corporate, the usual chatas, but a special par. Okay, and also... Um, same goes for the Sanhedrin. They bring that par helem davar, the bull that's brought in the event that the Sanhedrin makes a ruling, which turns out in retrospect to be incorrect. The majority of clause shall follow the ruling and do a crime which carries the penalty of karis. So then the Sanhedrin makes a special offering called the par helem davar. Um, so those also can be done the entire day. Also learn out from Sukkim, from the word kapara, a little more complicated there, the derivation. Ula Vidui HaMaiser, same goes for the recitation of what's called Vidui HaMaiser. Um, this is based on, in Kisava, we learn that at the at the end of, um, like at the end of Pesach, on the fourth and seventh year of the Shemitah cycles, um, one is supposed to have already totally settled the score with the, not just the taking, but also the distribution of the various agricultural tithes, Truma, Maiser, Maiser Sheni, Maiser Ani, Truma's Maiser. So all that stuff has to be given um, as appropriate, and then at the end of Pesach of years four and seven, one makes a special declaration reading Psukim, saying how um, he did what he was supposed to do, and now Hashem should um, look out from his heavenly abode and uh, and bless us. So that's called the Vidya Maestra, and it can be done the whole day, according to pretty much all the Psukim, uh, the seventh day of Pesach on years four and seven of the cycle. Also learned out from Psukim, um, this is also a little, what happens is the the, the next verse after the video Maestras goes, if you look in Devarim Chavav, Pasuk Tesvav, we're starting a new topic, but the first words are Hayom Hazeh, this day, and it's learned that this day is telling you that to learn back on the previous section that um, video Maestras happens the whole day long. Ulu Vidu Yom HaKippurim, the confession that the Kohen Gadol makes on Yom Kippur, these are actually two confessions, both on his bull, on behalf of him and his family, as well as on the goat, on behalf of all of Klai Yisrael, there's a video required, a confession of the sins. That can be done throughout the entire day of Yom Kippur. Also learn out from Psukim and the word Kapara. Um, there's a use of the word Kapara by those by those offerings, as well as um, a general pasuk that says, Kib Yom Aleichem, referring to Yom Kippur. I learned out from there that the Kapara can happen throughout the entire day, and therefore the mitzvah can happen throughout the entire day of Vidui. Now also, for when one brings an offering... 
um, most personal private offerings require what's called smicha, and that is essentially the person bringing the offering puts his hands on the head of the animal that's being brought for zvachim and pushes down with all his strength. Um, so that smicha happens before the shechita, and it can be done any time during the day that the offering is being brought. Usually the smicha must be done immediately prior to the shechita. Same goes for the shechita itself, the, the actual slaughtering of uh, zevach, of an animal sacrifice, um, can be done any time throughout the whole day. That's b'yom zivchachem, the day of your slaughtering of these animals, and it's again b'yom on the daytime. The tenufa, the whole day is also the appropriate time for tenufa. Tenufa means waving, and there are certain korbanos, like the korban omer, um, as well as the chaza and shok, the chest and right foreleg of the shlamim offering. So those, um, prior to what happens next with them, they are waved um, in front of the mezbeach, and the waving happens kind of like in the six directions, like a lulav goes, you know, back and forth, front, back, up, down. So the, when there's a mitzvah to the tenufa, like on the Omer, or in the Chaz Vashok of the Shlamim, that can be done throughout the whole day. Lahagasha, lekamitu, lahaktara. Now we're moving on to menachos, those are meal offerings. So um, one prepares the meal offering in various ways, but then what happens is it's put in a klisharis, a consecrated vessel. Um, and when that whole offering is inside the, the klisharis, so it's brought to the corner of the mizbeach, and the southwest corner, and it's touched, the vessel is touched to the corner of the Mizbeach. That's called Hagasha. Lahagisha is to like draw close, like partial of Yigash, they approached Yosef. So you touch the Klisharis to the, the utensil to the corner of the Mizbeach. That's called Hagasha. can happen all day. Then you have Kamitz. What happens is um, you're not going to typically burn the entire offering. You're just going to burn like a little bit of it, kind of like how you don't put all the blood, but just like a little sampling of it, if you will, from a zevach, from a animal offering. So you'll take a kamitza. It's it's um, it's hard to describe this exactly. Showing you, but basically, like the three middle fingers um, use are used to scoop out of the right hand. Are used to scoop out some like crumbs of the of the mincha that's in the container. Think of like you know like the aloha Hawaii um, hand gesture, if you know what I mean. Um, and then basically the, the, the gap that's underneath the three middle fingers for index, middle, and, and ring finger um, from that kind of makes, a, you can make a pocket there. It's basically the volume of your pinky finger. That's the quantity of meal that's put on the mezbeach. So that the, the verb, the act of taking that komets, that index finger volume, I'm uh, sorry, the pinky finger volume and the three finger, you know, amount of crumbs of the mincha, that's called to being, that's called kamitza taking that bit, the comets, that can be done, that act can be done throughout the whole day. And the haktara, the word haktara means to burn, um, in contrast to the word sreif, which is burn to destroy, haktara is to burn in order to make smoke. So we're talking about the, the burning of those of that those crumbs of the mincha offering that the comets amount of it um, can be put on and burned on the mezbeach and placed on them the whole day long. La malika, malika is the unique way in which an, a bird offering is uh, slaughtered with the long fingernail in the back of the neck of the bird, um, and the Kohen severs um, the kana or veshet. That's like the windpipe or esophagus. Okay, but it's that act, that act of um, killing the bird, can be done any time during the day. Malika, ula kabbalah. Kabbalah is the receiving of the blood of a zevach, animal offerings. That blood has to be caught into a receptacle, a klisharis, a mazrik. So that's done on on uh, 
anytime during the day. Ula hazaya. Hazaya usually means to sprinkle and would be referring to like the sprinkling of the paraduma, but here not. Here hazaya is pretty much synonymous with the word zurika, the blood application. So what we're saying here is that the blood application of karbonos can be done anytime during the day of any various karbonos. Um, the word hazaya, a little unusual choice. Um, it's going to come in to include not just the zurika on the mezbeach on the outer altar, but also the blood applications of the various um special carbonos like the the par helam davar and the par of the kol mashiach um, as well as the the um the sprinkling of the blood of the bull and goat of yom kippur um, which is, can be there's some sprinkling going on there with the finger hence hazaya and not just and not just um zurika because it's like spritzed on the floor in front of in like before the parochus in front of the inner altar okay so that word's chosen. But in any case, all the blood applications of those various components can be done anytime throughout the day. Ulashkayas Sota, um, the Sota woman who is suspected of being adulterous, she's put on notice um, to not be isolated with a particular man. She does it again anyways. Now it looks like she's being adulterous, uh, and the Torah wants to attempt to try to resuscitate that marriage in the event that she was innocent. Um, so... Um, the long story short is that she is ultimately, if she sticks to her guns and insists she's innocent, she has to drink some water that's prepared in a particular way, but some dust of the ground of the from the base of Mikdash and a particular um, parchment that was dissolved in water. Okay, so that she drinks that, and that drinking could happen any time during the day. That's Tashkaya's Sota, her drinking of her water. Valarifas Haegla, the decapitation of a calf. This is also a highly unusual case. If there's a, a corpse found in, in the wilderness outside of the city and no one knows how this person died, so then the elders of the closest city to it take an eagle, a calf, um, to like a rocky place there by where the corpse is found, and they decapitate it. Arifa means like to chop it off from the neck, um, the head, and they end up... Okay, they do a procedure there saying essentially their, their hands are clean of the blood of this dead person. But anyways, the the... the the killing of that calf can happen any time during the day time. And finally, Ulataharas HaMetzora. The Metzora has a rather complicated purification process, someone who's got Tzara'as at the end of their process. Um, so all that involvement that, that involves... Um, it involves birds and... and Oh, it's all story. Whatever the, the process, I'm going to get to right now again, um, but the process which is involved... Can be for the purification of the Mitzora can happen throughout the whole daytime period with the shaving and the birds and the blood and all that kind of stuff. Okay, and the halacha is like all these things, these are all daytime mitzvahs, um, just as so we described before.